What's shaking, everybody? Uh, this is a very special episode of the Golf Guide podcast. I've got two of my favorite golf buddies in the entire world, Mark and Andy, on to talk about all things Orange County golf. So if you are somebody that is going to be visiting Orange County for any reason in the next, you know, six to 18 months, uh, or yeah, if you're going sooner than six months, this is also perfectly valid for you, too. But uh, if you're visiting Orange County anytime soon, this is a great podcast to give you all the information you need to know. Uh, we, they go, you know, Mark and Andy break down their favorite golf courses in Orange County. You know, good par three and short courses to go go to and visit if you, you know, are on limited time when you're down there. And overall, it was just a really fun hang and a good time talking to these guys. And, uh, you know, I, as I was going through and editing the podcast, I just thought about how awesome it is that, uh, you know, I know two great guys like Mark and Andy who I've never honestly even hung out with outside of a golf setting. Uh, I was introduced to Mark and Andy by our good mutual friend, Ty Sternis, uh, who I went to high school and college with, who's also an exceptional human. And uh, th- these two guys, uh, you know, I met him when Ty brought him up to my Band of Dunes trip that I put together every year that we've now been on together for several years. We always have an absolute blast together. And uh, it's just a nice little reminder that golf uh, not only brings people together, but it is a it is just an unbelievably excellent way uh to make good friends and uh here we are you know these couple years later just you know making things happen getting drunk and talking orange county golf so i hope you guys do enjoy this uh just a quick little reminder this episode as always is presented by golfguide.net use the promo code gg podcast when you buy golf passes on golfguide.net and save 10 percent on any purchase of 25 dollars or more all right Without any further delay, let's get to another episode of the Golf Guide podcast, talking Orange County golf with my homies, Mark and Andy. Ladies and gentlemen, two of my... uh Exquisitely fond, fond golf buddies, part of the boys of Bandon slash Dune Squad that uh, that joins me up in Bandon Dunes every year. My good friends Mark and Andy, two Orange County golf savants, fellas. What's happening? Kyle, how's it going, buddy? Oh, Kyle, thanks for having us, man. Oh man, guys, this is this really this really is an honor. It's not very often I just get to have two just intoxicated golfing lap dogs on here to just <laughs> just really just get down and dirty and just talk about golf and. Completely irreverent way as I as I always like to do. So this is this is fantastic. Uh, where where, where are you guys? I think you guys are at Mark's house, right? Are you guys in Orange County yeah. at the moment? Yeah, we're at my place. I live in Newport, uh, just hanging out, drinking a nice little Talisker, little you know single malt scotch on a nice Friday uh, afternoon, right down by the beach, boy. <laughs> oh, absolutely exquisite. So, gentlemen, as you know, obviously you guys know I brought you on here, but for anybody who is listening, uh, Mark and Andy. Uh, these guys play a lot of golf, and most of the golf they play is down in the county of Orange. So, you know, because we do try to keep this as a you know a somewhat travel-based podcast, I wanted to pick the brains of these two dudes and figure out exactly how one can maximize their enjoyment of the game of golf down in Orange County. Did I come to the right place? You 100% did. Oh, this is this is absolutely fantastic. So, gentlemen, I, I want an answer from each of you first. Obviously, you guys have played golf in a, many different places mark i know you've been everywhere from bannon dunes to the old course and you know you know yeah. but obviously you're playing down in orange county how how would you guys describe the golf in orange county 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the golf in Orange County for the most part is awesome. I mean, a place where you're going to have sun 320 days of the year, uh, I think that they have to build nice golf courses because the, the demand is so high. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the courses are primarily always in great shape. Um, the weather is beautiful. Uh, growing up in Fresno for me was, uh, was a little bit hot in the summertime and working as a cart boy. Um, you're kind of sweating it out on the course occasionally, but coming down here, I mean, there's really not a bad day to play golf, whether it be December or June. Uh, so yeah, the quality of the course is pretty good and there's just a, a, a lot of avid golfers down in Orange County. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to say the same thing about the weather. I think the weather is the biggest thing is like, you know, especially you have these amazing, beautiful courses in like places like Colorado where you can only play for, you know, six months out of the year. Then you come to Orange County, you come to Southern California and you can literally play every single day if you wanted to. I mean, it's it's amazing. And I think there's such a and I mean, so you know, not to jump ahead of ourselves. No, please uh, jump ahead. Jump in, away. The, in, in the list that we put together in places that you should play in Orange County, like it's such a like variety and such a spectrum that you're going to see on one course. I mean, at one point you can see, you know, canyons and just, you know, complete crap that you can hit into. And then you have this like beautiful lake water feature, uh, waterfall thing on the next hole. I mean, it's that's the thing. It's like there's. There's so much that you can do with the golf courses here, and I know for the majority of it, I think on our list was one of the things that we put into it is that many. I know you're a big fan of this, uh, Kyle. Is the uh, walking aspect of it? Mm. Uh, you, can, you can definitely get some nice walk on there, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I have to agree. I think the weather is probably one of the biggest things uh, about the Orange County golf. Yeah, I mean, just like Andy said, I think uh, 320 out of 365 are outstanding odds. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's like it's. And I mean, even the other forty-five days, if if you're a relative tough guy like we are, as part of the uh, the Dunes crew, um, it's oh, yeah. it's not a problem. Oh, I yeah. mean, you're not going to face any worse weather here than you are on a on a semi-normal day in November in Bandon. Yeah, oh, gives us a, gives us a reason to yeah. dust off those rain gloves. Yeah, I mean, that's the <laughs> you pay all this money for these rain gloves and these fancy like rain repellent suits. You got to fucking use them once in a while, you know. You can't just let those things right. go to waste in the closet. Um, yeah. No, dude, I I completely agree with you guys, and I guess. Because I, I played such, you know, my experience of playing golf in Orange County is so limited. Like, with the weather down there in the wintertime, if you guys do happen to get, like, a little bit of rain, how, generally speaking, like, how do the golf courses receive the rain? Like, is, is it the type of place where if it does rain for two or three days that golf courses are like, oh, fuck, we, we got to shut down and, like, yeah, recover yeah. a little bit? Or it, I know that, like, you know, the joke is, like, people in Southern California – you know, it rains for one day and it's like the sky's falling. But I, oh yeah, yeah. it's it's pure panic, especially <laughs> on the freeway. So I'll I'll be probably com- very transparent. I would say, I mean, it's tough because you play a course like Bandon that's literally built for the rain, and you're like, God, like every course should be built like this. So Orange County courses, I mean, when it does rain, which I mean is very very like minimal day- amount of days. Um, it doesn't, and when it does rain, it's not like crazy. It's not like we're talking El Nino. We haven't had one of those in a while. Um, but when it does heavily rain, you are going to get, it's going to be mushy. It's going to be pretty mushy. Uh, usually you stay away from the course, you know, if it's had a good rain for like two days because it's just not built for it. Uh, and where you're going to see it, I mean, is, I mean, it depends on, you know, the quality of the course, but a lot of times it's just very mushy, you know, fairways yeah. and mushy greens, and it just runs a lot slower, which, I mean, obviously comes natural, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to her earlier point about the weather, right, There's, it's so good so often 
that it's not a place where you really need to go out and brave the rain. I mean, I, I would mm-hmm. say the only time that we really try to play when it's raining or af- shortly thereafter it rains is when we're getting ready for Bandon. Just right. to, you know, we're almost hoping for it to rain so we can kind of <laughs> get bug dust the glo- dust the rain gloves out. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the majority of the courses, yeah, they're not going to handle water as well as courses that are more used to getting water. Right. Um, but there, it's it's never going to be too bad. It'll it'll get a little soppy, um, but it's just so rare to have to even deal with it that it's it's almost a moot point. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess the other thing I was thinking about with uh, like the water and how it doesn't rain all that much down there is, I I don't know if Southern California is still technically in like a drought or you know a yeah. water crisis like you know people all across California. But in Northern California, it's kind of been. Up and down. Obviously, there was a couple of years where the drought was very real, but then we got a couple of winters of good rain, so people aren't quite as worried now. Yeah. Um, with it just obviously being generally drier down there, does that show in a lot of the golf courses in terms of the grasses being a little drier and, and things playing a little faster because they're just not as green and lush as you'll find in other places in the country? I would say for the courses that are a little bit more inland, um, so we highlighted one of the, one of the courses in our list is black gold, which is out in Yorba Linda, mm-hmm. um, which for people that aren't familiar with Southern California is, is kind of the next city East from Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll kind of run through it on your way to Vegas if you're, if you're leaving okay. from Southern yeah, California, yeah, yeah, sure. but, um, that course is kind of up in the Hills and it's a course that both Mark and I, uh, really like, we don't play it as often. Um, but it does get hot just cause it's, I mean, it's, not you know super high elevation but it is up in the hills a little bit you can even you can see on one hole there you can see the big a at angel stadium and the pacific ocean from the same point uh but that does get uh i would say a little bit hotter and a little bit more burned out uh like san juan hills down in um like santa margarita area gets a little bit i think would like a little bit bleached by the sun but it's not really, right? Not, I mean, have you seen that much? Well, you'll see the spectrum of the courses that we put on there. I mean, if you have a nice, you know, if you come down here on the weekend and you're with, you know, the the significant other and you're like, I'm going to sneak out on a nice round, you know, you want to put some coin in there and you want to play a little bit extra money in there, you're not going to see as much brown spots. Sure. One course that I can think of that's on the list that I always think is very interesting uh, is I think it's Mile Square. It could be Costa Mesa. Um, that they literally have an entire water feature that they took out. You remember like that, yeah. that area. So it's like now you hit, there's like a whole water hazard there. You can hit it out of bounds now there and you can just hit it out of where, yeah, what used, square. what used to be a water hazard. I like that. Uh, so, so I think it's affected it a bit, but you know, for the most part, I, it's, you know, they do a good job, you know, irrigating it and putting it in. So, yeah, I mean, growing up in the central Valley, that was something that was always a huge concern. I know it's still a, a big Absolutely. concern all the agriculture that's in the central valley but um it's something i think that we dealt with more you know like three four years ago kind of when everybody was going through that in california and i think now that we've had a couple good uh rainy seasons even by southern california standards um i think that the courses are are pretty well off without without any water Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's kind of what I assume. Like, you know, if you're going to go to a place like Pelican Hill or somewhere there, you're going you know, to be playing, you know, paying several hundred yeah. dollars to go play. I would expect that they're probably not going to let a lot <laughs> oh, of grass yeah. die out there. But I mean, you know, just I, I was thinking, like, by and large, I guess with the more like you know average to like low end, you know, public courses, 
if they uh, if they end up keeping him pretty lush or not. But uh, yeah, no. you'll you'll see some of that at some of those courses that are a little bit uh, on the thriftier side. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, for the most part, pretty good. Nice, nice. All right. Well, before we jump into this, I have a couple of quick trivia questions for you, lads. Lord, uh, I love <laughs> yes. Um, spring it on you. All right. And by when I say a couple, I basically mean one. Um, <laughs> do you know how many golf courses there are in Orange County? Wow. So, <laughs> do you know? No, I, I actually I think roughly I so I think there's roughly about a thousand golf courses in California. Yes, just just a hair uh, under. Just a hair under, which uh, used to be. And I can't give away any of our trade secrets, but the company's acquired now. It used to be one of my one of my uh, secrets, <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my questions. So yeah, I know there's a thousand courses. I would assume that maybe half of them are in, or maybe a little bit over. I'm gonna go six hundred in Orange County. Oh, in Orange County. Oh, in Orange County. I thought you meant Southern California. Holy cow! Uh, oh, oh, Orange County. No, no, no. I would say forty, thirty, thirty. Uh. I was gonna go with the one dollar when he said six hundred. The Price is Right answer. Just, <laughs> if we were playing that, I, if if that was a game that we were playing, Andy would absolutely. <laughs> if, I, if we're talking oh, about, you're, you're saying public and private. Uh, yeah. So public and private combined, like how many? And actually, no. And that, like, Mark, what was your guess? Like thirty. Mark said forty. Yeah, just Orange 40? County, right? Yeah, just just Orange County, because I mean, relatively speaking, Orange County is like a kind of big place, but you would you would call it, like a place. massive county, would you? No. Yeah, I'll do 35. 35 is my final answer. That's I'm, a little high. I'm going you, – you think that's high? I'm going – I'm thinking off the top of my head. I feel like I can count like 20. I feel like <laughs> there's got to be at least 50. I'm going 57. Holy shit. Andy Fertig, you are almost a genius. Except uh, if you're playing The Price is Right, you would actually lose because it's 55. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Just over. Uh, but it, to be fair, though, like in terms of like a, a county – um, you know, number of golf courses in one particular county. Uh, Orange County is one of the highest in the United States at 55 courses. You know, the population down there is roughly what, like a little over 3 million. I think the last time I'd looked at it, it was yeah. like, you know, last time they did the census in 2015, I think it was like 3.17 million. So you have one golf course for every 57,000 people, which seems like a huge number, but that's actually really good. Like by comparison, where I grew up in Sonoma County, they have 21 golf courses, right? Huh. And and the county itself is bigger. Now the big difference is with over three million people, you gotta have plenty of golf to be able to satisfy all the golfers and sure. um yeah. the other crazy thing about that is of the fifty five courses, uh Orange County, a much larger percentage of those are private than you're yeah, gonna find in other places. And I'm assuming it's because there is just so much like wealth and money down there that yeah. you know, the big boys gotta have a place to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh I I don't know, Kyle, if you got a chance to read the Tiger Woods book that was just not recently yet. released. Oh, dude, it's like high on my reading list. Right now. I was actually so, looking at Amazon. I was like, fuck, how do I just get this? Not only, not only did I finish that one, but I've now started – I started the Hank Haney, The Big Miss yes. uh, about two days ago, and I'm about 65% of the way through that one on my Kindle. As you know, Powerful um, I'm a big Tiger fanboy as you are. He's, he's he well he's from Orange County yeah. I think he lives in Lakewood Newport, he lives or... in Newport Coast oh he's from Cyprus yeah Cyprus, Cyprus yes that, that 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 sounds familiar but he uh, yeah he lived in Newport Coast I and mean, he still might uh, for a very long time yeah no I heard I heard Elon got rid of that house in Newport Coast oh. during the divorce for oh, like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars like something ridiculous like a <laughs> twenty million dollar house that she was like I don't want any part of this like just take it. 
You know, I think Elon's doing just fine. I don't think she probably regrets her decision <laughs> too much. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right there. Oh, yeah. Oh man, dude, that is wild. Yeah, I just thought it was crazy because I think you know we were doing some stats because we're putting together like the new big uh, golf guide magazine for yeah. 2019, and we're trying to get some stats together. And by and large, like the average, you know, the average percentage of like private to public that you're going to find on the West Coast is pretty close to like four to one, right? So for every like four public courses, you're going to have one, 80 percent to 20 percent. Whereas in Orange County, it's like 60, you know. 63 35 with like a couple of military courses sprinkled in there as well yeah. um which is pretty impressive it's it, it, if 35 percent of the courses are private that is a a high percentage that you only find basically in like wealthy little pockets like san francisco and stuff yeah. like that yeah yeah i mean if you think about it like just recently i started poking around on some country club websites just to kind of dip my toe in the water and see what it looked like. And you had a big sales month and, last month. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I've started to get all these ads on Facebook and Instagram and everything else for country clubs that are like within 20 miles of me that I'd never even heard of. Um, so yeah, I, the, the amount of private clubs down here, I would say, is significantly more than probably the average place or like where I grew up in Fresno. Awesome, awesome. The, the stats for, for Orange County, again, are, uh, are pretty interesting, but... I guess you know. Let's let's get down to fucking business, fellas. Like let, let let's talk about a couple golf courses that people need to know about to go play. So, the first one that I will lay down to you is, um, you, let's uh, let's start slow here. If if someone's going down to Orange County and maybe they're on vacation, they got like a family or they got a significant other that isn't very good at golf, or you know maybe just in general you're listening to this podcast and you yourself suck at golf, and maybe <laughs> you want to find some players, you know, some a course or two that are good for like starting out, like beginners. Uh, what what are some beginner friendly courses that you guys would recommend if uh, you got friends in town that just want to go kick it around a little bit? Yeah, so uh, so the like, I told you, like I told you, Kyle, yeah, <laughs> the mats like I, all day. <laughs> like I told you, yeah, we we put together you know a little list, uh, and ironically, actually, that starts uh, kind of near the bottom of our list. Okay, uh, because there's a few different things. Andy and I were talking about like what what like do we want to put on this and you know there's a lot of different things that came into it in terms of like conditions and you know pace of play and how the greens and how the fairways and how many holes do we love versus how many do we hate uh but value was one of the things that we looked into it so you know we put together a top 10 but we'll start off, like the honorable mentions i think if you had if you're coming out here and you're not the best golfer, and you're like, all right, I don't want to spend a ton of money. I want somewhere where the wife, the girlfriend, the fiance, the significant other to to have fun while I'm golfing. Um, you know, so there's two places I think that's honorable mentions. I put uh, well, the mats is I wouldn't take the significant other to the mats. That's like that's like the. Street. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've I've gone out with the significant other at the mats, and we've had a good time. The mats. The mats is, just sounds uh, like a romantic place for a significant other. I mean, yeah. That's... So, so the mats is Newport Beach Golf Course. It's an 18-hole executive course right by the John Wayne Airport. Uh, and Mark and I have been running a little golf league down here with some buddies for like the last six years, and that's where we play. Uh, it's 18 holes, but it's an executive course, right? So I think it's like a par 57 yeah. or mm -hmm. so. 59. Uh, yeah, 59. 59. Part it's 29, 30. So yeah, there's there's two sides there. As the name the mats uh, implies, you hit off mats from the tee. Um, imagine, like, imagine like the street ball of uh, golf. If you had it, <laughs> if you had it, you're like, let's go to a pickup game of uh, you know half court. That would be uh, the mats. Okay, I, I, I got you. And just just to, just to clarify, I mean, I, this is, seems like it's pretty uh, you know pretty self-explanatory. But Newport Beach in itself is a is a pretty a pretty nice area, is it not? 
Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. All the more uh, reason to have a you know have a, have a course with the mats. That's a, that just it, it's, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. It, it gives a little humility to the neighborhood. A hundred percent. Huge observation. Yeah. It's yeah. It's right by the airport, so you have the planes flying over your head, which is always fun. But it's also a place <laughs> that wouldn't frown upon you uh, walking on the course with your bag on one shoulder and maybe. Uh, a bottle of wine for the significant other or an 18-pack in your other hand. Yes. Uh, um, they've just recently added carts, which I would say are probably unnecessary. It's overkill. <laughs> uh, but if you're bringing the significant other, again, kind of a nice thing to be able to just jump out there and cruise around on the cart and um, and hack it up a little bit. They Actually, Santa Ana Country Club, which is a private course down the street, um, went over a had a massive renovation a couple. Yeah, yeah a couple my, my boy Jay Blasi was the one that uh, that redid that. It looked, it's supposed to be pretty awesome. I've heard it's really cool. They redid it into a Lynx course, and it was very it was a very tight vote, I think, by the members to get that done. But what the Mats did when they because they they ripped up I think the entire course and and redid the they whole did. thing. Yeah, they gutted it. The mats paid for the greens to basically get transported, and it's literally maybe 500 yards away, um, kind of down the street, caddy corner. And they paid for the greens to get taken over, and they basically ripped out the the really tough, ratty parts of the green oh, God, and, they and were laid brutal. it down. Yeah, um, and it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's gotten significantly better Much over better. the last couple of years, yeah. especially since they redid and, and got those greens in from Santa Ana Country Club. But yeah, it's, I mean, we play during the week for 17 bucks to play nine, nine holes. Yeah. Um, good place for value. Yeah, you're not going to lose a ton of golf balls there. Um, yeah, nice place. You yeah, know, good you place go out, to have You go fun. out there for a quick nine. I think, um, yeah, I, I think you, you kind of, I mean, in, kind of on the opposite side of that, if we're talking about more executive courses and things like that, mm-hmm. I know I'm a big fan of this course, uh, Andy's not the biggest fan, uh, is Ben Brown's uh, in, in Laguna Beach. Mm-hmm. Which is now a changed, they changed uh, the name, right? So the, it's in, it's part of the ranch, but it's still called Ben Brown's Golf Course. Yeah, it's just, to, just to, not, not to cut you guys off, but you know, if I'm looking at my trusty Golf Guide magazine, which I have right in front of me at this very moment, yes. it, uh, it has it listed as Big Brown's Golf Course at the Ranch Laguna Beach. Yes, yes. Is that, is that, yeah. is that correct? That, yeah, is is. Oh, that is see, correct. That's why we strive to have the most accurate information possible in Golf Guide magazine. All right, pit, pit, you know, d- d- a subtle promo over. Okay, go ahead. We need perfection. Yeah, so the best way to kind of describe this course is like Jurassic Park. I feel like when you go in there, you feel like you're going into Jurassic Park and you're literally playing golf in that area. So you drive in, it's right off, you know, literally one of the biggest beaches in Laguna Beach. Uh, and you drive into this canyon and, you know, it's this, you're like, where am I going? And all of a sudden, there's like this beautiful kind of you know 50s or 70s style hotel, and then you're also getting this you know really nice renovated uh, restaurant that's there, uh, and it's just this beautiful first hole where you're looking over this massive, massive mountain, uh, and you're just playing further and further into this canyon. And my my only knock on it is that you know value wise, it's a little expensive for an executive nine hole. You're paying about I would say about thirty six bucks or so uh, on that. Um, but overall, it's a great experience. And you're talking about bringing a significant other out there, yeah. put them on the card. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah I have done that um, as well. I, I've I haven't played Ben Brown's quite as much as as Mark has, but it is neat. It's it's in the back there in the canyon. The one thing I would say. Uh, I remember one of the first times I played there, it was like an early morning, like 7, 30, 8 o'clock round during the summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, standard Southern California day, going to be about 75 and sunny. So yes. I'm wearing my shorts and a polo uh, and you get back there and it's it's 
because it's right off PCH, you think it's so close to the water, but it's back so far in this canyon that it's got to be 20 degrees colder in that canyon than it yeah. is anywhere else. And the yeah. sun doesn't come up yeah. over the mountain until probably 10, 1030. So I'm in this cart for a nine hole round freezing. Huh. Uh, and you think like nine hole executive course, right? It's going to be easy. You're going to be able to kind of go low and have a really good time. Ben Brown's is not an very, easy course. Very challenging. I, uh, I always have a tough time out there, which probably leans towards why I uh, I don't like it quite as much as Mark does. Um, <laughs> not that I play well there. Not that not, I'm not saying I play well there. Uh, I, yeah, I just think it's like a very like it's a challenging short course. It doesn't like you yeah. can't just hit driver on the par fours. You have to get kind of cute with it and nice little draw with a four iron sometimes. Yeah. You know, and and the whole time, the whole time you're you're playing back there, you just hear. I mean, you have the deer running around and the deer have like they've like the joke that the guys at the at the restaurant will tell you is like, oh, yeah, the deer like have been down there for so long and they're so inbred that they're like completely immune (laughs) to humans like they don't care at all about like you like I remember walking down the tee box on the second hole and it's like elevated and then each, you know, the blues are elevated then the whites then the reds like a staircase and I'm walking down the blue tee box and there's just a deer like right down there that I wasn't able to see. And I was terrified. And this deer just looked at me like, dude, what's your problem? <laughs> like it has, they, they do not care at all. But yeah, I mean, it is, it is beautiful. Um, you can't go there. The food is actually really good. I think they redid the restaurant relatively recently. Um, so yeah, I, I've done like a brunch, like a couple's brunch and a, and a nine hole round out there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll paint, I'll times. paint the perfect day. And now, well, this will be like the last point we'll put on, on our executive courses. Sure. As you go out there, you get, you know, the, you know, the, the foursome for the, the morning, you go out there at seven or so, uh, or I would say eight, um, probably, you, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock round. You tell, you know, the significant others, Hey, I'll meet you guys at brunch. Try to get there around, you know, 11, 11.30. You finish the nine holes in about, what, an hour and a half or so? Yeah. Then you end up having an amazing brunch at the Harvest Restaurant. You guys, you know, go back out to the amazing patio. Typically, there's a nice acoustic guitar player playing some amazing songs. Yes. And then you try to sneak out there after maybe a glass, you know, a bottle of wine. And, you know, you leave the ladies out there just drinking, you know, another bottle of wine. You leave them with another bottle. And you sneak back out there with the boys for the, you know, another another <laughs> another nine-hole round. And and they're loving it because it's a beautiful, beautiful area. So uh, that's the ideal perfect day at, at Ben Brown. Okay. I, I mean, honestly, it sounds pretty nice. And the one thing I actually love that I wasn't even expecting is that, like, you're hitting, like, the executive courses. And I feel like and, – and I've said this before – I feel like there's not enough executive courses out there. You know, a little a little beefier than a par three, but not like the full you know regulation experience. And there's just not enough of them. And I love the fact that you guys hit them because one thing I was going to ask you guys is like, what are like the best par three courses in Orange County? But again, after I briefly looked through my golf guide magazine, there's only like three. <laughs> like it's crazy that there's yeah. as yeah. many, if not more, executive courses in Orange County than there are par three courses. Which, yeah, the par three courses are what like uh, Laguna Dad Woods. Uh, Laguna yeah. Woods looks like there's one uh, at the Hyatt uh, in Lake Newport Forest. Beach. Oh yeah, the oh, Hyatt. Hyatt. That one is is like that. That's not even a foot golf course. It's <laughs> so small. Uh, <laughs> I, I it's it's it its name I think. Uh, precedes itself when oh. you actually get out there and then you're like oh man all these holes are 46 yards oh that's that, that's not uh that's not ideal yeah because uh, let's see the three ones were uh hyatt newport uh laguna woods leisure course and the lake forest golf and practice center which i think is where the first yeah. tee of orange county operates out of and that's uh that's pretty much it 
Lake Forest is yeah, Lake Forest is another kind of smaller course. I mean, you get like 65 yard holes. I've actually haven't played Lake Forest in a while. Last time I played there was foot golf. Uh, yeah. That just kind of tells you, that tells you what you're getting yourself okay. into. But yeah, but good, nice, you know, nice executive courses. And I would say, you know, in terms of like, if you had to play like a nice full course though, nice full course though, I would say that your two courses that you'd want to play for a nice value, I would say Costa Mesa and Mile Square. Costa yeah. Mesa and Mile Square. Now Costa Mesa, like where whereabouts in Orange County is Costa Mesa again? So I would say it's a little bit north. Costa Mesa is, yeah, I think it's like just east of Newport. So okay. it's it is it borders Newport Beach, uh, and Costa Mesa, both Costa Mesa and Mile Square. Mile Square is out in like the Fountain Valley kind of Huntington Beach area. Okay, um, both courses are thirty six hole tracks, which is always nice, right, to be able to kind of spread out the spice a little variety in there. Absolutely, yeah, and, and spread out the amount of people that you're going to get trying to play a value course, kind of like that. Um, both of them are relatively wide open. Um, you're not going to lose any, any golf balls, balls yeah. uh, which Mark and I are prone to do. Oh, probably yeah. me, me more than Mark. You drop a nice power slice in there. You'll find it. It'll be, you know, it'll be on, you know, 14 on the, on the back, but you're good. Not, not to go on a quick tangent here real quick, cause this is totally off topic, but as, as somebody who is also prone to lose a golf ball here and there. When you guys play Old McDonald, do you guys still lose golf balls? Because I thought they designed that golf course so people wouldn't lose <laughs> golf balls. What, 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 how, how does it go when you guys are up there on a course like that that is that wide open? Do, do you still find yourself uh, with less golf balls than you started with? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a full yeah. stop, yes. That, yeah. course, <laughs> that course gets you. No matter what, you don't see it, and all of a sudden, yeah. boom, course. There's even, what, I think it's 18 on Old Mac that you have, or one of those holes that has Dude, the full 17 and 18 on Old Mac are fucking ball yeah. busters. Our buddy Kevin Amarine uh, just tells me, oh, yeah, no problem. That's an easy, that's a 240 carry. You got that. And, uh, yeah, but Dick is Dick's name is Dick for that exact reason. Like yeah. it's fucking and jerk. This is, and not everybody could just pile. smoke a two sixty straight up the tee. Like it's fucking. I hit maybe the best drive that I had hit the entire time I was on property, and I'm up there for ten minutes like a schmuck, just looking for my ball. And uh, sure enough, it ended up in the gorse. And when I gunned it back, it was like two eighty to carry that <laughs> line. And I was like, Kevin, you said it was two forty, and he was yeah, like, talking, oh, same difference. We're talking about seventeen, the par five, right? Yes. The yes. long one with the yes. God. It's like there's only like a little sliver on the right right there that you can – you're like, oh, I can't hit it in there. I'll hit it way left. And somehow I always manage to hit it in there. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's oh, – man, that that I have nightmares about that whole – dude, I was playing so well last year, and then I came in. I think I quadded like 17, but I was like one under uh, on the back nine when I got to that point. It's just fucking – Brutal. Should we turn this into like a mid-year abandoned? <laughs> <laughs> I know we were talking about OC, but now let's talk about abandoned. Well, uh, well, I know you had been you had been hitting up the Facebook group and asking for everyone's official confirmation, and I think Mark and I can officially confirm with you that uh, that we'll be attending again this year on the yeah. podcast. God, you guys, just look look at that. We got breaking news on the podcast. <laughs> this this is one of the first. We don't normally get breaking news on these things, but I got to tell you, my golf boner is firm right now. It is very firm. I am excited. All right. We, we got our boys back into Bandit, which is excellent. So let, let's take that. We'll, we'll guide the ship back towards Orange County. I think when we stop recording, we can just, uh, you know, we can do a little Bandit Dunes pillow talk once, uh, you know, oh. once, once we stop the uh, the re you know, recording here. But uh, going back that. to uh, the Orange County golf, my dudes, um, just out of curiosity, so you guys said you put together like a top ten list. Um, 
did you guys yeah. put it together? What, what like what were some of the things that you were considering? Um, like like what? I got this is more of a philosophical question, but like what uh, what what makes a golf course good to you guys, and like why you know, why are some courses better than others? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I think Andy and I both kind of thought about this, and for me, like there's like a lot of different things that come into play. Like when I think about like some of the courses that didn't make the list, I'm like, why didn't that course make the list? And I'm like, God, because I played there and it's always a six hour round and I hate that. So, yeah, the value is there, but the pace of play is brutal. Another thing is like, hey, you know what? Like I'm nice, you know, I like a nice little clubhouse once in a while. I want to, you know, feel a nice little clubhouse, you know, or like, hey, the greens weren't that good. Or, hey, I like the practice area or conditions or, you know, how how well have I played there? Or, you, you know, yeah, I mean, one of the things that and we can kind of get into the list uh, shortly here. But I think with the top two courses that we have on our list is really like the experience, Right. Especially like you, you talked about it a little bit earlier, right? Like Orange exactly. County being kind of like an affluent area. Um, the top two courses that we have on the list uh, really give you that like full experience factor. Like when you drive in there, like, hey, I made it right. <laughs> like I, I'm here, like I'm belly in my car with the with the Lambos and the Bentleys and the Rolls yes. Royces. And yes. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to hack this course up just as bad as these guys that are driving these $150,000 cars. What's your outside booze policy, sir? Yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome. And, and honestly, I, I think it's actually great because especially if someone's coming to like visit or is like from out of town, like, yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to have like the, uh, the, you know, the golf nerds, you know, like, uh, I don't know, but would you call me a golf nerd? I would yeah. call myself a golfer. Yeah, I would call myself a golfer, sure, but like so. I, I think yeah, I think generally speaking, I think it's much better to be grading like the whole experience itself. Like you guys said, when you include like the clubhouse, yeah. you know, you know the the dining, the the turn, you know how how readily available and how strong are the cocktails at the turn and stuff like oh, yeah. that. Like hundred percent. So I mean, yeah, I mean that that kind of stuff is important. So it, it's good to know that that's uh, that's how you guys are judging them. It kind of gives me and uh, and the listeners a little bit of a better idea of what you guys are talking about. Now. Um, I, I guess, sure, yeah, because yeah. the I, other. I say, I'm sure there's people that are going to be listening to this, Kyle, and they're going to be like, these guys don't know jack about <laughs> sure, golf. Sure. Like, are you kidding me? How did the Mats and Costa Mesa make it on a OC, you know, golf course, you know, podcast? We're here to help the and, everyman, and, too. You know, we're, we're just not here to help the fucking Daryls making, you know, you know, quarter million plus a year, all right? We're, we're here to help everybody. This Golf Guide <laughs> podcast is, it's a podcast for the people, my dudes. I you guys, know, you guys know this. It's, it's okay. Love that. Uh, which uh, okay, right, so I, 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 the, the other, I guess the other things I was going to ask you guys, but it seems like go, going through your list, honestly, may be a little bit better. Uh, I mean, I was yeah. going to ask you kind of like ranking then, like you know, sort of like the best like high end courses, uh, like public yeah. courses, and then you know, obviously mid range. But why don't we just go through your guys' list? That seems like that might yeah, that might make it a little better. We could just share a little information on each of the stuff on the list, and bada bing, bada boom, we could do it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark and I were joking yesterday after golf league. And I I think Mark said it, uh, said it best when he said choosing Pelican Hill and the 36 holes there as the top two golf courses in Orange County is kind of like saying your favorite band is the Beatles. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's like saying that the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. It's probably something that everybody knows, especially from a public course standpoint. Um, and the price is reflective of that, right? Like, you're going out to Pelican and you're paying, I think, three twenty, three fifty as a greens fee on a on a normal day. Sure. Um, 
So that's that's tough, right? And I think we kind of want to put the two, the Pelican North and the Pelican South, in sort of their own category as like the ultra high end public they courses are in one. Orange both, County. Yeah, both Fazio courses, both amazing, both ocean views. I mean, like you have. I, I would say, I mean, well, I love how we jumped right to the. the, no, the it, top it, it, we we can go. We, we can do this thing in any order. I mean, it's one of those things. Like uh, when you said, it's like saying the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. As somebody that had to watch Vontigo <laughs> Cummings and had to watch fucking Earl Boykins, Brian Carno, and Troy Murphy, it never gets old hearing that the Warriors are the best team in the yeah. NBA. Like I, you, yeah. you could tell, you could say it all the time. But I, I think it's a good point that, like, you know, if you're in Orange County, people are expecting ocean views. People are expecting something nice, and it, it sounds like Pelican Hill kind of checks all the boxes. That's, I mean, that's that's for sure the one. It, I mean, it's and it's tough to almost say. So I will say that I like Pelican North better than I like Pelican South. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough, though, because so Pelican North, you have the ocean view the entire time. Yep. So if you're coming down and you are living in Iowa and you're like, I want to go play a course where I can see the ocean every single hole, Pelican North is your course. Okay. Because you have these beautiful holes where you can see the ocean the whole time. You look down literally at my house. Uh, you know, you should grab me. I'll come <laughs> play with you. And it's amazing. I mean, it's literally like a, just an amazing, amazing course. You you feel kind of separated from everything else, but you have this amazing ocean. It's incredible. But for me, you know, I, I, you can't discount Pelican South. So Pelican South, to me, like you are a little bit more in homes, and you see like you know, it feels like you know. Which the homes? I mean, I let's mean, are, let's. Yeah. These are yeah. not shanties we're talking about. Yeah. These, yeah. these are unbelievable homes that you're looking at which i yeah. normally i'm i'm kind of into the minimalist architecture as as you are and as mark is um but when you see you know these 20 to 50 million dollar homes that like oh, yeah. david letterman and jay leno and kobe bryant is is kind of their neighborhoods when you get to see those courses from the golf course i'm not as mad right as as not being able to just see kind of all golf or, or all nature around you um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to see the homes, but I mean, Pelican South, I mean, kind of to that point, yeah, you do have a little bit of the homes, but you do get the two, I would say best holes in, in Orange County mm-hmm. there potentially, um, you know, and not to bring up Bandit again, you know, you get two, amazing- I do it every episode. Don't really, don't, 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 don't go bad. <laughs> you get two amazing back to back par threes on 12 and 13. Interesting. And like these are ocean holes, water crashing right there on you, just amazing holes. And even 13 is a, yes. a, a kind of an interesting one where you have two greens even, and they change off which green that you yeah. actually hit at. Like oh. it's a really interesting hole on on 13. And you're right down like 12 and 13. The the, the biggest difference I think between south and north, right, is north. Uh, you have all those ocean views, but the south, you are actually a lot closer to the water. Uh, so 12 and 13, those back-to-back par threes are – you're on Crystal Cove State Beach. And the walking path is literally right next to the hole there. Uh, and, I mean, if you can be lucky enough – like we've gotten on there a couple times. Uh, our good buddy Tyler got a travel zoo deal, which had it at 120 – it was a $500 foursome – uh, four hours before sunset. That's the move. Um, that's, and that's... that, yeah, if you can get a deal like that, um, that's the time where you, I mean, I see they send me that and I buy that 10 times out of 10 because okay. anytime you get on a course like Pelican for a buck 25 a oh. person, um, you take it's that. a steal. It's a no brainer. Okay. 
and, that, and not to call out our our, our hooligan ways, uh, but one time we did pay for Pelican North and just did a little sneak around and did uh, Pelican South. Yeah, we uh, played, we what, three, three holes that yeah, day before? Yeah, you get, you get out there at four, and then you're like, you know what, it's seven, it's almost nighttime, there's no one on the course. I'm going to run out there and see how many holes I can get on Pelican South. I like that. And we actually, I mean, we powered through it, and we finished. We what? got through We got through 12 and In 13, and we, hours. we had the Beautiful. Uh, the marshal came up to us about hole six, which was hole 24 for us that day, uh, and said, hey, guys, I uh, think you might have got lost. I think you were on the other course, and now you're on this course. And we kind of just gave him, hey, man, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us. Like, you never saw us. We're, we're, we'll be done soon. <laughs> uh, and he he was kind of cool with that, which we really appreciated. Uh, and we finished 13, and he drove up again, and he said, hey, guys, not only uh, are you on the wrong course and are you replaying without paying <laughs> – uh, your group has been done for three hours now, and we're closing up shop, and we need to we need to collect the carts. We're so. not condoning this behavior, but we're just saying it, it could be a possibility. This is also should... why we leave a lot of last names out of the podcast, fellas. Yes. <laughs> yes. we're not going to name that marshal. We're not going to. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, sounds like, he, was, he sounds like a radically chill dude. He was a sweet man, and he he let us get a good amount of extra golf in that day. But yeah, I mean the the back to back par threes and and 13 with the split green what's cool about them too is they're both very short par threes which uh i'm always a big fan of because there's really no better feeling than sticking one close on a par three and and tapping in for bird with the waves uh yeah and listening to the ocean crash and watching the sunset behind you um but yeah they're both really fun holes and the split green uh with just a massive bunker that kind of divides the two greens one of the things that i think is um, I don't know if uh, if Fazio is known for his bunkering, especially, but the bunkering on the two of those courses and and the course that we'll talk about next, Oak Creek, are just phenomenal. Um, I think just the way that he's done it and how creative they are and kind of how they look, windblown and natural, is just a, a really cool touch onto a, a course that's always in phenomenal shape and is somewhere that you're always lucky to get on if you can. Sure. Sure, and so yeah, let's just transition. You you mentioned Oak Creek. I'm assuming that's another Fazio course. That it, it is kind of crazy that like there's three high end Tom Fazio courses open to the public because Tom yeah. Fazio. I mean, you know, the guy's designed you know made probably over a hundred golf courses in the states, but it does yep. seem like the majority of them are for the most part private. So it, it's kind of a cool thing that if somebody really likes playing Tom Fazio tracks, Orange County seems like the place where they'd be most able to do it in a you know, a public setting. Is, is that kind of where you guys were going also with like the high end sort of a, towards the top of your list public tracks? Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's funny because I, I originally put Oak Creek as two just to be like rebellious against Pelican. But when you really put it into perspective, when you Pelican <laughs> is really, you can't compete against it. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> Oak Creek, Oak Creek is our, our three actually. Um, so Oak Creek's another Fazio course. I mean, incredible course. I just, I mean, and for me, like, I, this goes back to experience and how well I've played there. And for some reason, like, I just play very well at Oak Creek. I don't really know what it is about it. It's just a beautiful, beautiful course. Oh, I forgot what hole it is. But just, like, there's, you know, you have a a hole three, for example. You know, they have this amazing little pond they call Brady's Pond. And you, you know, it's sitting there right there on the right, and you hit it over it. It's an amazing little hole. Then you have that short little par four, probably about seven holes down from that, yep. that you can just crush a drive down there. 
you don't really know where it's going, but you end up drive down there and it's like right next to the green. I'm a big fan of short par fours. I'm sure as you, and we've talked about this you know many times, Kyle. You know, yes. the, the good short par four at Bandons and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's very reminiscent of that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think Oak Creek again, like. I have Pelican in a completely different class as like the rest of the public courses in Orange County. And Oak Creek kind of borders on that with a normal green seat being about 180 bucks. Um, but Oak Creek has a lot of deals where you can get on for, I mean, the most that I'll try to pay for a weekend round is like 135 and that's kind of treating yourself to something special. Um, but you can get on some twilight rounds around, you know, hundred, 110 bucks. And, and they have some times where they'll even get it under a hundred. And it used to be a lot better I when they played, had some deals I mean, on golf now. I, yeah. I got a golf now deal one time for 65 bucks at, uh, at, at Oak Creek. Um, but like I said, I think an ideal, and it was another thing we want to do for the podcast listeners is give you like an ideal target amount to shoot for, uh, I would say, you know, you're shooting for about 110 to 135, 145. Yeah. If you can get on for 135 and it's like a once, uh, like a one-time thing, I, I think it's 100% worth it. Um, it. It is actually a sister course to Pelican beyond just being, having the same designer. Um, they do have, so, like Pelican, I guess you would call it semi-private. There are some memberships that you can get there um, that do, their highest level of membership, I think does have some reciprocal at Oak Creek. Um, so you get to be able to play all three courses, which 54 holes of Fazio golf in, in orange County, uh, is pretty sweet. Um, yeah. it's pretty hefty. I think the last I was saying, time it sounds I very affordable. Checked, I want to say the last time I checked, I think it was just South of 25 grand for the year to get unlimited golf at all three. Damn. I honestly, I would have expected it to be more expensive than that. I kind of did too. Um, it's, and I think that there's some, I think there may be some food and beverage stuff that's included in there. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I mean, to pile it on to for Oak Creek is that it's rated the number one practice facility in Orange County. That's true. Number one practice facility in Orange County. So even if you, you know, going back to, you know, you're in Orange County and you don't, you want to go play some golf, just go out there and hit some balls. You don't have to even go play. I mean, the course is absolutely incredible. But go out there, and they got these big gongs that you can just target and just hit these big gongs, you know, yeah. target gongs. And there's lights out there, so you can get out there at eight, nine o'clock, put some music, bring a six pack. Oh, it's a move. That's the uh, that that not only is that great. Um, the, the big thing about practice facilities, like, is it convenient? Is it easy to like? Where exactly is yeah. Oak Creek located in Orange County? Yeah, yeah. So Oak Creek is in Irvine, like really like the heart of Irvine, like kind of East Irvine, more inland. Um, but it's right off the five freeway. Okay. Um, easily accessible then. So yeah, very easily accessible. And I think that's the craziest part about the course. The first time I ever played it, I had no idea. We, I, I was still, it was a very early round. I think someone drove me and I was, I was like still waking up and I'm like, wait, where are we? We're in Irvine. It like literally is so secluded you don't feel like you're in Irvine. It's an absolutely incredible experience. Yeah, considering how close you are to the freeway and like these major roads, it's actually uh, right across the street from Irvine Valley College, if any of the listeners know where that is, um, one of the junior colleges in Irvine. But it is, for being in such a, a populated area, you really do feel alone out there on the golf course. Uh, and one other awesome thing that Oak Creek does, uh, and this is the first year that we actually got to do it, which we were super stoked about, is they do a par three tournament similar to the Masters par three tournament every year, 
where they send people off. It's a nine-hole tournament. They send people off the front and the back, and they just go out and pick spots on each hole um, anywhere between 70 and 120 yards where you get to play as each hole is a par three uh, just to get you geared up. I think it's the Wednesday before the Masters, the same as the normal par three tournament. Uh, They have prizes on each hole. Um, Great prices, for close too. to the pin, yeah. I mean, free round a, at Pelican. yeah, free rounds at Pelican, free rounds at Oak Creek, a, a hour lesson with the pro at Pelican, hour lesson with the pro at Oak Creek. Um, a really, really cool event that we uh, that we finally were able to pull the trigger. I think this is the sixth year that they've done it, and every year I get the email and I'm like, oh, I have something at work that I can't get out of. Uh, and we this year it. we finally pulled the trigger. We got two groups out there, and we oh, had a really, really so fun much time. Fun. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm a little surprised that, like more courses don't do stuff like fun stuff like that. that, 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 totally. that that's a really good deal. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Such a fun time. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, so obviously Oak Creek sounds awesome. Pelican Hill, as you guys said, in, in a class all by itself. What, uh, what, what other kind of Orange County uh, recommendations have you got for everybody? So we, I mean, we did make a, a 10 list, but I think for the sake of time, I think we'll focus on, on the top five probably. Sure. Yeah, whatever uh, you then, guys want. We'll, we'll give you the remainder of the list. Um, but I'm going to argue Mark with number five if we're cutting yeah, it off we'll, five we'll, for we'll, sure. We'll, 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 move, we'll move six to five. <laughs> Arguing is very, very good for radio, so please, please you know, just, just do whatever you got to do. I think we can both agree on four. 100%. Which, I mean, I'm a bigger fan, I think, of this course than Andy is. Um before is Monarch Beach uh, Golf Links in, in Dana Point. Okay. Um, oh, it's a nice RTJ course, um, Robert Trent Jr. course. I mean, it is – I mean, you have, a, what, two, three – you have two ocean holes. You have a bunch of nice views of the ocean. And, I mean, it's just – in, in my, my mind, it's a very challenging course. It's, you know, it's long, kind of hilly, but it's very fair. Very, very fair. If you keep your ball, I wouldn't even say in play because there's, you know, there is some out of bounds. I lose plenty of balls there, but I lose plenty of balls on pretty much every golf course. So I guess that's kind of a moot point. I mean, the biggest thing that's going to kill you at a Monarch Beach is the putting. Is your putting? Is their greens are very challenging. So if the putter is hot (laughs) that day, then you are you're feeling good. You're feeling good about your score. You're gonna be just right. But I think that's pretty much accurate on any day of golf that you play. If but, your putter's hot, you're going to be feeling pretty so good about your score. I'm just thinking about Monarch. So, and so I, I'll, I'll, I'll pump Andy's tires for for a quick second. But on I, there was so Andy and I played a tournament. I can't remember what probably a few months ago, and we were playing a whole five at Monarch. So I'll paint the picture for you guys, uh, since you guys uh, paint me a word picture, Mark. If you haven't please. if you haven't played it, uh, it is a long par three. I would say what probably about 190, you know, ish uh, yeah. par three. Uh, water all over the right. This nice like big lake. And by the way, this is now the second par three in a row that you just played. So four is also a par three. So five is a par three. And there's water on the right, two maybe three bunkers on the left. Um, and the pin placement. So it's a it's a two layered green. And the green, the bottom layer of it, all funnels to the water. So the bottom, the like lower level funnels to the level uh, to the water. So the move that you do when the green, when the pin, which at this day was on the lower level, flirting with the water, it's a sucker pin. Uh, you go, you go left. You go on the higher side of that green, 
which which Andy did. <laughs> so Andy puts it left, and you know it's still I think it's barely off the green. Yep. And at that point, if you're barely off the green, it's in the sucker position. You you get a you get a catcher. You tell your buddy, hey, get behind the the hole because this thing's coming in hot. Um, <laughs> Andy Andy puts it on the second tier and he puts it down very so ever so gently and gingerly. Ever so gently. <laughs> and uh, and literally puts this thing right next to the hole. Doesn't make the putt, but literally puts it within two inches. Which anyone else, you put that thing in the water. You have a better. You do probably, and that was one of the better putts that I've hit in quite some time. But you do probably have a better chance from that spot of hitting the ball, of putting the ball into the water, than you do of putting the ball and making it into the yeah. hole. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you're on. You're on the top of just a straight downhill with a pin that's sitting three paces off the corner of the green, which is, you know, the, the fringe is shaved down and then you're dead into the water. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But the, I, I think beyond appreciating you pumping my tires on that, <laughs> uh, number three at Monarch, beyond again, kind of excluding Pelican just because of, of – the sheer magnificence magnificence of Pelican, uh, number three at Monarch may be favorite my favorite hole in all of Orange County. No kidding. Uh, um, oh yeah, it is. So funny story. Mark and I are playing one day, and between so so the first hole is right next to the clubhouse. Which again, for, uh, I'm a big experience guy. From an experience standpoint, Monarch is very similar to Pelican. You're valeting your car. You have people that are very that are taking care of you. They're yeah. radioing down. They're bringing your clubs down. They're they're cleaning your shoes. Um, but we get out there. The first hole goes out. The second hole comes back, and then the third hole goes like under a tunnel, and then you're right on the coast. Uh, and as we're going down the second um, the second green, kind of to the third tee, which is my favorite hole. We run into no other, none other than Magic Johnson and you his wife it. Cookie. You know uh, it. And Cookie just, was there. Yeah, they're just oh. walking along the path, just enjoying like a nice leisurely Sunday stroll at you know nine thirty in the morning, and we're all kind of driving in the cart, and everyone sees him, but obviously no one's quite ready to to make that comment. And I don't know if, if Mark was out late the night before or just had an extra extra spurt of confidence from the nice bloody that we got in the in the clubhouse before we started. But Mark just yells out, Magic! <laughs> and mean, you he, see Magic Johnson, you yell him. You yell his name. And he turns around and looks at us and, and kind of waves. And, oh, hey, guys, how you doing? How you playing? And I think I had just tripled the second hole. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, well, not good magic, but it's really <laughs> awesome to see you. Uh, and, and he kind of went along his way, but then you, you kind of drive through this tunnel and you make a turn, right. And you, you go past oh. the restroom and you get to these back tea boxes and you're looking at a 300 and probably 30 yard dog leg left. And the right is a water hazard known none other as the Pacific ocean. Mm. Oh, I am familiar yeah. with this hazard. So you got about 225, 230 to the, to the kink in the dog leg. Uh, and there's a couple traps out there. And then an 80-yard left turn that goes uphill to a green that has a perch in the top right. And then kind of a, a honey pot that sits down from all three angles um, into, the, into like a bowl area. 
and you can hit driver and cut the corner. They make you make sure that no one's on the fourth tee box because you, you, you don't could do that, easily kill someone. <laughs> uh, and that's the fun play, right? I think I've I've driven the green there one time, and I was on that in the bowl, and the pin was on the top right corner, and I still ended up three putting for par. Tough Beautiful. Green. Uh, Four different tiers. Very, very tough green. But, yeah, the play is to just hit a nice hybrid four five iron out into the middle of the fairway give yourself a nice little wedge up to a a very difficult green um but if any if anybody looks at monarch beach golf course like on the internet or or on their website or any facebook pages or instagram or anything the third hole is going to be really where the majority of the pictures are going to be taken um it is a a truly unbelievable hole and really you know again one of those holes like i said about pelican right where you feel like hey i i'm i've made it yeah. i get into play a course like this and and here in the ocean crash behind you and and hitting some putts and and three putting a really tough green uh makes you feel better when you can turn around and, and kind of check the ocean they even have like a selfie station where you park your carts where everybody yes. like they they have it marked of like, hey, this is the perfect spot for you to take the selfie yeah. that you know that you want to take <laughs> on this hole. But yeah, I mean, Monarch, if you're looking for like a stereotypical ocean course, uh, Monarch is not oh. going to be that. Um, you're going to have a couple great breathtaking ocean yeah. holes, um, but the majority of it is going to be a little bit more inland with a couple ocean views. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of, of the experience of the turn shack, they have a really nice strategically planned um kind of halfway shack that you hit after like five and nine uh and they have the cart girls going around always um it's it's definitely a a good spot it's just not going to be you know if you're looking for that hey i'm going to orange county one time and i want to play the pebble beach of orange county um you're not going to have that as many ocean views as you would somewhere like pelican a big knock on it too for me is the practice facility Oh yeah, non-existent. So that's, if you—that's a damn shame. You're hitting into a net, which I think is—it's like decaf coffee. It's like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? What is the point? All right, fair enough. Well, okay, let's let's get right to the fucking meat and potatoes here, fellas. I want to hear some fucking arguments. Number five, what? Who's got what? So so five for me. I so when we originally put this list together, Andy had not played five, but I know Andy's style of golf, and I think he would love five. Um, so five for me is Arroyo Tribuco, uh, in, in Mission Viejo. Okay. So the reason I think Arroyo Tribuco, uh, is my fifth course is I think it's a very nice clubhouse. You kind of feel secluded. And for me, this seclusion thing is a common theme, I guess. Um, but I like playing in a, a place seclusive where guy. I'm going to say, you know, I, yeah. It doesn't like uh, to be seen by a lot of people. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I don't think yes. my, go- my, golf league, my golf game is not meant to be seen by a bunch of yes. people. Mark's golf game lives <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> so it's a nice clubhouse. You go in a very secluded area. It's you know great, great spot to have food. Great clubhouse. Um, but for me, it's like it's a very, you know, lots of canyons, a lots of like very like interesting holes where one hole you have the hazard of, I could hit it into a canyon. Then all of a sudden you go down a hill and then you're at this amazing par three with this beautiful uh, water, you know, water feature, which is, I know when I say water feature, feature, it's a hazard uh, that you can hit it into. So, I mean, it's for me that that's why another thing as well is that it's a a course that you have to think about your shot, which I think, you know, this is something I know Andy is not a big fan of is that sometimes it does take driver out of your hand. So there's, 
there's one hole that's like a par <laughs> four that's like this it's like a it's it's like a chair it's like a shape like a chair so imagine like literally like you hit a six iron up into an area that's as far as you could probably maybe even an eight iron for our, our long hitting friends you have to hit an eight iron and then you hit a nice little pitching wedge in but it tempts you to potentially go driver but you would be an idiot to go driver on that hole and when you play it you'll know which one i'm talking about i can't remember the hole off the top of my head but then there's this other hole where short par four big fan of it you can't see the green but you know the holes out there so you just aim as far left as you can and have it run down this massive hill it kind of reminds me of the ghost hole at at bandit uh, at old mac where like you just like you aim at this massive thing you don't really know where you're going and somehow your ball manages to end up where you're like, where did that even like how how did it even get there? Like, I'm so perplexed. I wish I I wish I could be <laughs> seeing it from the eyes of like the fair of the green, where I'm like, well, how did that ball get there? And I'm like, oh yeah, the, there's a camera on the green that shows you, and that, that would be amazing. Um, so for me, like that's that's why I really like Arroyo. Um, just a big fan of that course. Okay. But Andy, yeah. Yeah, so I, I can't – it's not that I'm speaking bad about Arroyo because I haven't played there and I've heard nothing but great things and Mark has been hyping it up for years now and just for whatever reason it, it hasn't worked out for me to get out there, but I, I will make sure that I get out there soon. But for me, the, the number five course is Strawberry Farms in Irvine. Okay. Uh, um, I think at one point it was owned by somebody on the Angels, um, but – the reasons that I like strawberry, I would say it's probably my – well, it is my home course in terms of, of my handicap, but um, probably the course that I've played the most just because of proximity to my house and work and um, some other things that, that kind of make it nice. Um, good, yeah, good, good value, practice. Uh, good practice facility, but strawberry, I think, again, kind of hammering on my experience point, strawberry is a place where like the guys there – it's a public course, but they try to treat you like uh, like you're a member. Um, so, like the guys that are out at the front are the same guys. The majority of the time, they like make the effort to get to know your name. They want to take care of you. Um, there's a, a nice turn stand there, um, or, or clubhouse, I guess. The turn you yeah. do have to schlep a little bit to Terrible get back turn. to get back to the turn, which Mark uh, is one of the reasons that Mark doesn't like it. There are a couple holes at strawberry that i am not a fan of um specifically number two uh it's one of those holes uh, and kyle as as you know as we've played golf together uh i would like to call it a fade but the majority of the time you could call it a slice off the tee yep. Uh, yep. number two is a hole that has a very steep cutoff on the right side strawberry is another course where um, while you're kind of off of a main road and right off of, of the 405, uh, you're still very secluded and don't ever feel like you're playing in somewhere that's populated by several hundred thousand people. Okay. Um, but so there's a lot of kind of uh, like nature preserve and, and environmentally protected areas yeah. that are around there. But the second hole is one of those holes where you can land the ball in the fairway and still end up out of bounds. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. So many times. It's, it, it, and it, Kyle, I've played with people that I brought from out of town. I played in a tournament there one time, and I like made a comment to the guys like, oh, make sure you stay left. There's plenty of room left, but you're dead right. And then I get up first time and tee it up and land it on the fairway and bounce it out of bounds because the cart path runs along the right side of the hole as well. 
So the fairway is kind of – it's not elevated, but there's just no rough. So it's basically fairway, drop like maybe five yards of rough, and then drop off onto a cart path and then an environmentally protected area. You just got to uh, make better use of the concrete launching pad, bro. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> – it, it only launches it further right, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> It's, it, it is a – if the last two times I've played there, miraculously, I've hit the ball down the middle and somehow uh, made it a really easy hole. But when you – if you're even flirting with the right side of the fairway, you're going to end up out of bounds. Um, but there are some really, really neat holes out there, uh, specifically the back nine. And they have some really cool deals too. Yeah, the so, back nine goes around like a big old lake or a preserve or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, they have – they own their own – I think they manage that um, that water reservoir that's right there. But the 10th tee uh, is a forced oh, yeah. carry over a giant right. water hazard, and the, and the back nine kind of runs around that reservoir, mm-hmm. um, which is a little short uh, dog leg left, but it's like a forced carry of like 240, 250 um, over that water, and then a trap that runs right along the side of the water hazard – uh, and they have a great deal. So any day of the week, you can get out there and for $45 play the back nine and get breakfast included for 45 bucks. Uh, yeah. assuming, yeah, assuming that you, uh, get out there before 7am and that can be any day, any day of the week. So that was something that I've done with some folks in like my company, like a way that I've networked with people around, Hey, uh, like they, I remember hearing like some of the bigwigs at my previous company talking about getting a golf round and they had like needed one extra guy and um, me being kind of the nosy guy that I am just saying like, oh, golf? Like anytime I hear golf, kind of my ears perk up and I was <laughs> like, oh, oh uh, golf? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in golf. Like I, I play golf and they're like, yeah, if you can get out on you know Wednesday at 6 a.m., we'll be out there playing nine holes. And uh, lucky for me, those guys weren't um, qualifying for the Open. So we were able to to get out there and, and hack it around a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, you can get out there and, and get around the back nine in, you know, an hour and 45 minutes and have a really, really good breakfast for, you know, 45 bucks. It's it's a steal. And it's something that you can do before a day of work where you're in the office no later than, you know, 830 and you've already gotten your little golf fix in for the day. Perfect. Oh, that sounds awesome, man. So, like, 45 bucks breakfast, nine holes in the back around the reservoir. I think that is solid. And they're doing that seven days a week, huh? Yep. Nice. All right. Perfect. No, that is that is a that is a juicy little bit of local knowledge here for anybody going down trying to squeeze in a an early nine before they head out to the coast <laughs> or maybe want to go uh, take a little walk on uh, Magic's Walking Pack at Monarch Beach. That's that, that's absolutely awesome. fantastic. So, um, all right. I, I guess you know a little. Uh, I guess you guys want to quickly run through the last uh, yep. the, the last four or five courses on your list. I mean, my gosh, God, we could we could talk golf with you. I know, I did all I, evening. I, I mean, I, I, I know, I know. I mean, this is a Friday I mean, night for you guys. You, you guys are really, you know, I mean, this, this is fantastic stuff. I mean, who, who doesn't want to spend a Friday <laughs> night nerding out about golf? You know, in their living room, this is fantastic. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Oh, we didn't spend all night. <laughs> yeah. But for the for the sake for the sake of time, we'll quickly run through um, our our if you're if you're in Orange County, the other course that you have to play. So we've already talked about you know Ben Brown, the mats, which is. The honorable mentions, of course. Talked about Costa Mesa, Mile Square, which is ten for us, um, and then we jumped up to one, which is in one and two Pelican North and South. Uh, three, we jumped to Oak Creek. Four, Monarch. Five, which I had, you know, a Royal Tribuco, but Andy had Strawberry. I had Strawberry as my six, uh, 
Yeah. So, so we'll have those as a five, so, five, six split. You know, five, six split. Sure. Uh, I would say the other three that we wanted to talk about were T. Harris, which is in Santa Margarita. Yeah, okay. T. Harris Creek. T. Harris Creek. Make sure that you go out to T. Harris Creek when it's uh, not the – I don't know. It's a nice, a cooler day because Sierra's Creek is in much more inland than a lot of the courses that we're talking about. Um, so it does get a little hot there. Uh, the other course after T. Harris would be Talega in San Clemente. Okay. A lot of sand. A lot, a lot of, sand. of sand. Like as in uh, like the beach is close by or just a lot of yeah, people? No, like the <laughs> golf course is just covered in sand traps. I mean, uh. I remember the first time playing there, like you, there's certain holes where you tee the ball up and you're like, where am I supposed to hit this? That doesn't end up in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. it's, it's very, it's a, a visually intimidating course, especially the first time you play it. Um, but it's usually in, in really good shape and, and a fun track to get out on. How are you guys' respective bunker games right now? Uh, strong to quite strong. Okay. Yeah. No, yep. no, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's not strong to quite strong. It's, it's, yeah, it's a flip of a coin. Uh, but I, I think I can get out a decent amount. Mark, what do you think about your, uh, sand game? Uh, it depends. I mean, if we're playing these nice fluffy bunkers like Pelican, I mean, you're, it's, it's, it's much more reliable, but if you catch a, uh, if you go to the mats and you're trying to hit off, uh, off those bunkers, it really depends. But I feel like I've always considered myself not a terrible bunker player. I feel like it's always been my my play. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like it's, it's not terrible. Okay, that's fair enough. So, Taliga, it's not that intimidating for you. I mean, if it did a lot of bunkers, you're not, if you're not, not even all that worried, which is, it's which just, is fantastic. It's the, it's the fairway bunkers that are just terrifying to me. Yeah, fair enough. All right, and then uh, let's, let's see. Let's start to put a wrap on this thing here. What uh, is, there, is there one other course you want to recommend but, everybody? There's, there's one more, which I think actually is the hardest course in Orange County. Um, oh, I think it's goodness. Rated, I think it's been voted the hardest course, which, I mean, not to pump both of our tires, <laughs> uh, but Andy and I shot incredibly well there in a two-man scramble, what, five under and, or seven under, right? No, no, calm down. It was, I, I think it was, I think we were, I think we finished four under on the front. Four line. under, oh, because we bogeyed the last it was hole a, it was a two-man scramble. Yeah, it was, it was like dark. a Thursday, Thursday afternoon, two-man Powerful two-man scramble game. Well, oh. we were, we were, we did play phenomenally, and we got to the ninth hole, and it was, we teed off, I think our, we were teed off at 2.30, but we were the B group, Gosh. so we didn't get off until about three, and we ended up playing the last hole in the dark, and missed like a six footer for par that was our, ended up being our only <laughs> bogey for the we, round we had so much motivation because we had two daryls that we were playing with <laughs> who were just who were like who were like who are these two scrubs we're gonna beat them and we just clean mop the floor with those guys um but we haven't said the course yet but the course is black gold uh in your belinda okay so another very warm course it's very inland um, but gosh, it is a challenging course. I think the elevation changes is probably gonna be the trickiest things there for you. Um, but I mean, if you, if you can keep it in play there, you, you're not going to have a bad score. Yeah. It was the one that we touched on a, a little bit earlier at the beginning of the podcast where you can see, like you can see Disneyland, you can see the big a, and you can see the Pacific yeah. ocean, like from the same hole. Um, so it is kind of up in the Hills and it does get windy up there. Uh, so that does provide some additional challenges, but yeah, I mean, all in all, a really, really difficult track somewhere that's fun to get out at. It does play, I would say a little bit 
um, more fast and firm than the rest of the courses in Orange County just yeah. because the weather is a little bit drier and a little bit hotter as you go further inland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the furthest inland course that we also have on our list. But, yeah, definitely one that um, I think it's Cal State Fullerton's home course and a couple of the other uh, collegiate uh, teams that are around the area okay. get a lot of work in out there because they do have another really nice practice facility. That is perfect. Uh, just oh. off the top of my head, is is there any course in Orange County that you guys have not played that are or that are high on your bucket list? Uh, at least in the public, uh, the the public sphere. Yeah, the, the private courses. We I would say that we probably have a lot of them that are <laughs> that are. Royal Tribuco for me is is probably number one. Sure. Um, just because Mark raves about it so much, enough to put it in his top five, and, and I haven't been out there yet. Uh, that's the one. And then the other one, again, kind of tying back to uh, to my book comment earlier, is uh, is the Navy Destroyer course that Tiger grew up on. Yeah, yeah. Cause, um, I mean, it's a, I would love to play both those. The Destroyer course and that sweet little uh, executive cruise, uh, yeah, uh, there's, cruiser course seems to be pretty sweet, too. There's a couple up there, and, I mean, it's just right up the road from us. So... Yeah, that's that's one that's just on my list, but yeah, hasn't hasn't been one I've made it out to quite yet. Sweet. Now, as guys who are probably, uh, I, you know, I don't want to make any assumptions here on the podcast because it's not really what I like to do. I don't like to just assume things of guys, you know, when they're you know thousands <laughs> of miles away from me right now. But I'm just going to come out and ask: of all the big dick country clubs in Orange County, right? I mean, yep. What which ones are like at the top of the list? Like, you know, I guess uh, you know. Once again, perusing through my amazingly convenient golf guide magazine here, I've identified like five country clubs that look to be oh. like they are exclusively oh. reserved for the biggest of dicks. And I don't mean personality. Yep. I mean, these guys are just walloping out babies' arms out of their pants. I mean, this, <laughs> like, b- between Aliso Viejo, Big Canyon, Coro de Casa, Dove Canyon, and Shady, which, which one of those is like the big boy that everybody's like, yeah, that, that one's the best? So I've, I mean, I've played... What, so I mean, I think I played three of the five. I think you said oh, right there. Oh, there we go. But I, I would say, you know, the the baby holding an apple hand, you know, <laughs> yeah, he got the, he got the you know the big the big D. Uh, I would say that's shady for me. Okay. I mean, God, it's I mean, our boy, uh, fellow fellow listener of the podcast. Obviously, very good friend of, of all of ours. Uh, yeah, we need, Sterny, to give a, we need to give Sterny. a big shout out to the the, <laughs> the big Sternosaurus right now. He, he's not joining us on this podcast, but he's, he's certainly with us in spirit. God, I know. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I was lucky enough. I've played it before. Before that, you know, I had a friend that you know I went to high school with that was a member there. But then, you know, Tyler was you know gracious enough to let me go play with him and his future uh, father in law. And my goodness, it's it's an incredible course. That's my God. a Fazio track too, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes, I think it is. Yes, I'm like 99 so. sure that it is, which makes me even and, more envious that I that I haven't been able to get out there. And it's, I mean, for me, like it's it goes back to the seclusion. So the the thing about that course is like the saying is you can't see another hole on the hole that you're on. So you're playing a hole and you're you can't see another hole on the hole that you're on. Which is incredible to think about. Like you're like, all right. So like, think about it. And I never really thought about that until I started playing that course. And uh, and Bob, uh, you know, Tyler's future father-in-law had mentioned this to me. And it is a, it's an incredible course. I mean, very secluded. The greens are putting on marble. Like literally, it's just beautiful, well manicured greens. It's it, the practice facility is great. The clubhouse is great. 
checks all the boxes for me. And I just need a, I just need a couple hundred thousand dollars. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say like I. I would like to say that I'm surprised, but Andy, are, are you shocked that Mr. Seclusive has chosen the one golf course where you can't yeah. see any other golf holes from any of the other it's, ones? It's funny because back in, in my college days, I uh, I used to deliver pizzas, and Shady Canyon was part of our five-mile radius within the store, yes. so I would get to drive in there, and even when you're delivering to the houses that are on the golf course, you still can't see the golf course. Like, there's a couple glimpses that you can get, and I would literally stop my car as, like, a 21-year-old college kid, like, and peer over my window to, like, try to get a glimpse of Shady. Um, so, yeah, Shady's very high on the list. Um, Big Canyon, because of the Tiger uh book that i read and knowing that he was like an honorable member out there which by the way uh i talked to one of my buddies at work whose family has a membership at big canyon and after the scandal went down with tiger they actually revoked his membership that's how big dick that big canyon is really uh yeah they and i think shady actually did something similar where they were like we don't want you around here anymore um which yeah blows my mind um that, I mean that even they would have the balls to say that to Tiger Woods, but uh, but those two I would say are kind of the top of the list for me. We we have a buddy. Uh, oh, you well you know Art Romero. I do. Um, Art is a member out at Aliso, which is uh, which is a Nicholas track, which is really really fun. Uh, I got lucky enough. He just joined I think in the last year, and got lucky enough to go out with him uh once and play there which is super fun it's like a traditional nicholas course with a couple of those short risk reward par fours call out it's a club corp so uh, it is a club corp yeah any listener out there that is a club corp member you can access to aliso and kodo as well yep really yeah kodo we just got on uh what the last couple weeks and ago. it is I mean, it's like a compound. It's like its own whole neighborhood. I think it actually has its own zip code in Orange County. Yes. Um, like it's like its own incorporated city. It's the biggest gated community in the world, I think. Really? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's a really crazy Not place. And, and what's, well, what's cool about it is the country club is literally like the center hub of the community, and then the neighborhood kind of spokes off of that. Um, so it is like the main place to go if you live in Cota de Casa. Like a lot of people will have social memberships there and just kind of go and, and hang out at the club. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Dove, I haven't played, but I've heard that it is uh, quite quite the place as well. Um, I mean, you really – you can't go wrong with, a lo- with really any of the golf that's down here in Orange County. And the private clubs are even a step even above. Nice, yeah what what we're talking about with again with the exception of pelican which is on its it should be kind of factored in with those um big canyons and shadies of the world just with better views yeah exactly there yeah. we go Close, awesome Close to the beach yeah oh yeah. fellas this, this has been absolutely tremendous this is, this is a lot of just really solid knowledge you've been dropping on all of us it's really really great is, is, is there anything else that uh, that we're forgetting or any other courses or anything like that you, you want to mention before we uh we say hasta luego to all of our listeners. I think that's it, man. It's uh, it's really awesome to uh, to finally get on the pod, Cal. Oh, We've been active listeners for uh, for many years oh. now, and we're we're honored to have you uh, offer the offer the invite to get on here and, oh, and 
chat it up with you. Gentlemen, it's one of those things where anytime I can get an excuse to just sit around and talk about oh. golf with like a couple of buddies, it's like, fuck it, whatever, let's just do it. And you, <laughs> yeah. it actually turned out to be really good. I think everybody's going to enjoy this one a lot. So, uh, Mark, Andy, you guys are fucking rock stars. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks Thanks for dropping all the knowledge. If we, uh, we have any uh, golf uh, questions or anything like that uh, you know, regarding Orange County, uh, We'll be back in touch. It's going to be good. Yeah. You, you know Absolutely. Find Come you, find us. You got my Venmo account. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Uh, you guys are awesome. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thank you again, Mark and Andy. You two guys, stone cold golfing savages. Uh, the Golf Guide podcast will be back next week. So until then, everybody, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. I hope it's filled with good golf. Uh, you know, PGA event should be good this weekend. So uh, until next time. Mahalo.